Good morning, good morning, all of God's chosen and divine ones. Hope you're having a blessed day on this Saturday. I've come to you this morning to give you some word that the Lord has been putting on my heart and my spirit. He has brought me to this word two times now, and it is meant for me to come on here and share this with you guys. Coming out of Ezekiel 9 this morning, it's the death of adulters. So we are not to idol anything other than God. We are supposed to put God first in our life. We can idol other things sometimes. Um, whatever we devote our time to is what we're going to manifest in our life. So if we are devoting our time to serve God and God's people, to do his kingdom work, to love one another, just to be the best person that we can be each and every day, and just ask and pray for God to bless you with someone or a mission that you can help someone out in life. Because the time is now. Um, Ezekiel 9. He cried also in mine ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. And behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lieth toward the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And then they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. And the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub, whereupon he was to the threshold of the house, and he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and that cry for all of the abominations that, the, that be done in the midst thereof. And to the others he said in mine hearing, Go ye after them, after the city, and smite let your eyes spare. Let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity. Slay utterly old and young, both maids and children and women, but come not near any man upon whom is the mark and began of the in my sanctuary. Then they began an ancient man, which were before the house. And he said unto them, Defile the house, and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went forth and slay in the city. And it came to pass, while they were slaying them, and I was left, that I fell upon my face, and I cried, and I said, O Lord God, wilt thou destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? So, in this chapter, it presents a picture of coming judgment. Once Ezekiel had seen how corrupt Jerusalem had become, 
as our world is today, God called one man to spare the small minority who had been faithful. Then he called six men to slaughter the wicked of the city. This judgment was ordered by God himself. The writer's inkhorn was a common object in Ezekiel's day. It included a long, narrow board with a groove to hold the reed brush used to write on parchment, papyrus, or dried clay. The board had hollowed out arrows and held cakes and, ba- and blackened ink, red ink, which had to be moistened before they could use it. What is God's glory? It is the manifestation of God's character, his ultimate power, transcendence, and moral perfection. He is completely above man in his limitations. Yet he reveals himself to us so that we can worship and follow him. A cherubim are an order of powerful angelic beings created to glorify God. They are associated with God's absolute holiness and moral perfection. God placed cherubim at the entrance of Eden to keep Adam and Eve out after they sinned. Representations of cherubim were used to decorate the tabernacle and the temple. The lid of the ark of the covenant called the mercy seat was ordained with two gold cherubims. It was a symbol of the very presence of God. The cherubim seen by Ezekiel left the temple along with the glory of God. Ezekiel then recognized them as the living beings he had seen in, in his first vision. The man with the writer's inkhorn was to put a mark on those who were faithful to God. Their faithfulness was determined by their sensitivity and to in sorrow over their nation's sin. Those with the mark were spared when the six men began to destroy the wicked people. During the exodus, the Israelites put a mark of blood on their doorposts to save them from death in the final days. God's will. God will mark the foreheads of those destined for salvation, and Satan will mark his followers, who, like him, are destined for destruction. When God punishes sin, he won't forget his promises to preserve his people. The spiritual leaders of Israel, blasphemy, promoted their idolatrous beliefs, and the people abandoned God and followed them. Abandoned God, excuse me, and followed them. Spiritual leaders are especially accountable to God because they are entrusted with the task of teaching the truth. When they pervert the truth, they can lead countless people away from God and even cause a nation to fall. It is not surprising then that when God began to judge the nation, he started at the temple and worked outward. How sad that in the temple, the only place where they should have been teaching God's truth, they were teaching lies. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope you have a blessed and positive day. Until the next time.